You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to Inclusion Revolution Radio, wherever you get your podcasts. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. This is the Yanks Go Yard Podcast with Adam Weinrib and Thomas Carinante. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard Podcast. I'm Adam Weinrib. Thomas Carinante is off today. He has locked himself inside a bomb shelter until the end of the 2021 Yankee season. They'll come back for the offseason. We'll talk trades and free agent signings and all that good stuff. Maybe they'll get a lefty bat this offseason. Who knows? Make sure to find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Drop us a five-star review along with a mailbag question. We'll be happy to answer that. I've been saying more than happy for almost a year now. At this point, you know, I'll answer a question, but I'm not going to be happy about really anything I have to do regarding the New York Yankees. This week, the All-Star break is so close. It is tantalizingly close. It's it's almost upon us. We, we almost have several days without Yankees baseball. But of course, MLB gods have given us an Astros series on the road before the All-Star break and then welcome us back with four games against the Boston Red Sox, a team against whom we're 0-6 this year. So fun. Love that for us. Exactly what, thank you, Major League Baseball. You've given us so much help this year. Thanks, thanks for everything that you've done. The Yankees did win two out of three from the Mariners and have actually won three out of their last four, which is weird. Uh, that doesn't feel true, but it is. And the reason it doesn't feel true, though, is because one of the wins was seven innings long. Chad Green was the closer. It came after a roll to Chapman. had already blown a game like an hour and a half prior. And then two of the wins came in 10 p.m. Eastern games. And the loss in the Mariners series was the finale, which aired at 4 p.m. Eastern, which everybody watched and went, oh, Yankees suck. Getting one hit in seven innings by a righty reliever who, you know, 
Lo- Logan Gilbert is good. Logan Gilbert is good. He- he's a good pitcher. He's a good rookie. He's got a lot of potential, but he entered the game with a four ERA. You got to get more than one hit against Logan Gilbert. So I'm. That's are my expectations unreasonable? No, I don't think they are. They're also colored by what I know about the New York Yankees. So I go into that game and go, all right, the Yankees absolutely. You know, do they have to sweep this series when the series starts? No, but after you win the first two, and the first one is a 12-1 pounding, and the second one, your starter goes an inning, and it's Nick Nelson, and somehow you're able to survive a 5-4 victory, that should be the hard one. Like, once you get the second one, and it's that impossible, it's like, okay, now that we got that under our belts at 1 in the morning while most of Yankees Nation was asleep, now that we got that one under our belts, let's go get the third one, which is Jordan Montgomery, who's sort of been, you know, steady Eddie this year. You can expect six innings, three runs, and sure enough, he gets into the seventh, gives up just those three runs. Eh, Yankees lose 4 nothing. They get one hit off Logan Gilbert. Best start as a major leaguer. Kind of what we all thought was coming from Justice Sheffield when the series started. It was like, yeah, he stinks, but like he, he's going to roast us probably because that's what, you know, first, you know, second time we're facing him. I think we faced him in 2019. Um, like second time we're facing him. He hates us. Everybody who wants revenge against the Yankees gets revenge against the Yankees. But, hey, we actually beat him up. He was terrible. Uh, but Logan Gilbert throws a bunch of fastballs over the plate yesterday, too. But the deception, the Yankees get exactly one hit. It's, it's Giancarlo Stanton. We don't need to talk too much about uh, that previous series. It was nice the Yankees won two out of three. We're not going to learn anything about this team until probably after the break because the Houston series might be a disaster, too. Um, there's, you know, once again, Houston's coming in angry. Houston feels disrespected, even though they basically have the best record in baseball. Houston's trying to make our lives miserable the same way we were trying to make their lives miserable when they came to the Bronx, and we actually won two of those three. So, um, but there's no way they're going to relent this series. They're not letting up. They're not, you know, the Yankees are much more likely to take their foot off the gas pedal early before the All-Star game and all that stuff so that Garrett Cole and Aroldis Chapman can enjoy the All-Star festivities. Jose Altuve and Carlos Correa aren't going to the game. Jacob DeGrom's not going to the game. Roldis Chapman, you, you good, buddy? You, you want to go to the game? You want to go to the All-Star game? You think you're going to have a good time on the national stage of the All-Star game? Like, do you want to do you want to get put in the All-Star game? Is that something you actually want? I don't want that. Do you want to enter the All-Star game in Colorado? That's something you'd like to do? You're not going to record it out, bro. You can't get it out. Pete Alonso's not going to be at the All-Star game. It doesn't qualify. Not a high enough average, not enough power. He's going to be in the Home Run Derby, I believe. Maybe you should pitch bad in practice with Pete Alonso in the Home Run Derby. Maybe that's what you should do. I don't know. That might help. Pete, slider. <laughs> One, two. I'm telegraphing you a slider in the dirt. One to Pete. Come on, get ready. That might be what you you should do during the, the festivities at the All-Star weekend. I cannot believe Verolis Chapman is going to this game. Jonathan Wise is on your team. Jacob DeGrom goes, I'm not going to the game. Uh, you know what? That's his right. He, he probably isn't going to pitch anyway. I'm not going to the game, and Taiwan Walker should replace me. Aroldis Chapman, with a better reliever in his own bullpen, goes, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> See you there. Go to the game. Um, I love All-Star Weekend, though. I'm excited. Jason Dominguez. Uh, I'm much more excited for that than I am for whatever the Astros are doing to us, uh, against us, or to us over the weekend. Um, Jason Dominguez in the Futures game. Very exciting. He's barely played any professional baseball. He's 18. Um... That'll be cool. Luis Medina's going too, I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Let me look that up right now. Um, <laughs> I'll move on with my own podcast and, and talk about uh, other things in the All-Star festivities. Um, this is going to be a great home run derby, by the way. No Yankees in it, and, and you, don't need, you don't need to take your uh, turn your attention to that fully. Um, 
Also, I saw talking Jake bring up a great point. Why in God's green earth isn't the home run derby on Saturday and the All-Star game on Sunday? I don't know. Enjoy the uh, Monday derby and the Tuesday All-Star game. Uh, everybody's favorite days to watch baseball. Get in front of your team. I, I love the All-Star game. It's one of my favorite uh, activities in general. Growing up, I'm, I'm like an All-Star game historian. I'm also a freak, so you don't have to be an All-Star game historian. But... I am, and I, I've I've long loved it, and I don't really know why it's on Tuesdays. Uh, yeah, Luis Medina in the Futures game, too. Um, got that nasty hook. Some of the best stuff in the minors. Um, trust me, Yankee fans, on Sunday, you're going to want to watch that because you're definitely not going to want to watch Yankees Astros. Uh, if you don't absolutely have to, I would recommend you not. Um, Medina's going to be a sick watch. Dominguez better play in that game. If he doesn't start, the manager doesn't know what he's doing. The Futures game is usually a coming out party for these guys, but like in a major way for Dominguez. He's got like one, I think he's got one professional hit. It's no shame. He's walked in like half or more of his plate appearances. He's played like four or five games at the lowest level of the minor leagues. A lot of people got their hopes up when the Yankees eliminated their short season team in Staten Island. That's gone. And so was Pulaski in the Appy League. And it was like, oh, there's nowhere to bury Dominguez now. He's going to start at low A. Tampa or maybe high a Hudson Valley and there was like an even an erroneous report about that but no he's in like the lowest 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 level so this will be not only his coming out party on a national stage but like one of his first 10 professional games will be the futures game good luck dude that'll be uh very fun to watch so uh, I'll be tuned in and then of course to the game I, I want to see Aaron Judge Guy probably could use a statement. His homer off Max Scherzer in the 2018 All-Star game is one of those certified moments you remember. I'm still holding out hope that Gary Sanchez makes the team. I think he deserves it. Uh, Yasmani Grandal is out. Mike Zanino is the only backup catcher on the roster. And I guess you don't need more than one backup catcher in the All-Star game. But if everyone's dropping out anyway, it'd be nice to bring Gary Sanchez along, who has definitely had the kind of All-Star bounce back season that deserves rewarding at least ceremonially. I would love a judge homer at Coors. Be great. Maybe, you know, then you trade him for Trevor Story. No, no, you don't. Um, I, I keep Aaron Judge. That's every trade Aaron Judge joke I make for the next several months. I, I would keep Aaron Judge. I would not do that. Um, they're going to need an infielder at some point, but not acquired via an Aaron Judge trade. We can also talk draft, which starts on Sunday, the first round. I wish I could tell you more about who the Yankees were targeting in that draft. Um, God, they're all over the freaking map, and the Yankees are... You don't realize how much of an abomination the Yankees are drafting until the time comes for you actually assess, like, oh, wait, a lot of other teams have gotten better in the draft. You can do it. The Yankees, not really so much. The only first-rounders drafted by the Yankees on the roster right now are Judge, drafted the back. Amazing pick. Love it. Clark Schmidt, who haven't seen him, <laughs> would like to see him. But yes, it was the Yankees' first rounder. And then Garrett Cole, who they took in 2008, didn't sign. Went to UCLA. Uh, the Yankees select 20th in the first round and then the 21st pick of every round after that because they garner an additional spot in that first round because the Houston Astros lost their pick. Oh, that's such a shame. Why did that happen? Um, yeah, news, news to me. Uh, maybe someday someone will tell me what the Astros did to merit losing a draft pick. Can't have been that bad because A.J. Hinch and uh, Alex Cora are back in baseball. So can't have been that bad, but it did lose him a draft pick. Here are the people we're looking at, uh, according to many different sources. This is all courtesy of Lindsey Adler's round uh, first round mock-up. Thanks for doing this, Lindsey. Uh, Keith Law says Matt Mikulski, lefty out of Fordham. Heard a lot of good things about him. Fangraphs has Will Bednar, righty out of Mississippi State. Um Started the College World Series, dominated the, uh, you know, much ballyhooed Vanderbilt team with uh, Kumar Rocker and Jack Leiter. Can't figure out where those guys are going. Might 
might get really lucky and it's the Rangers and Tigers at two and three take both of them. That is what Keith Law said on Friday. But I've seen a lot more where Rocker goes way later to the Royals or the Orioles or, or something, you know, in the seven, eight range. I've seen a lot of the Rangers taking Jack Leiter. I would like uh, I would like Jack Leiter to go before the Red Sox. A lot of people have adjusted their projections and say maybe not an ace. Maybe he's a great two. Maybe he's a great three. Um, he's too good for – I don't want him on the Red Sox. The Red Sox uh, – have you seen this Henry Davis kid from Louisville who the Red Sox are projected to take at four? He looks more like a Red Sox to me. Uh, crew cut Henry Davis from Louisville. Yeah, seems like a grinder. Uh, yeah. Although you know what, when when at the end of the day, would you rather the Red Sox take another pitcher or like a cornerstone catcher? I don't know. Either way, not fun. Clearly, uh, the 2019 Red Sox disappointed. 2020, they went whoa. If we bring a terrible manager in here, fire our good manager, and go all out on the tank, we can actually be great in 2021 with the same roster with no tweaks, and we can have a top five pick. And uh, that's clearly what they executed. Congrats to them. Genius. Love it. Smart stuff. Anyway, Baseball America has the Yankees taking Sam Bachman, a righty out of Miami, Ohio. Don't know much about him. MLB.com, though, has the Yankees getting Gunnar Hoagland from University of Mississippi, Ole Miss, who is rehabbing from Tommy John right now. Otherwise, he would have gone top 10, most likely. And that reminds us of the Clark Schmidt pick, which is exactly what the Yankees did with, with Schmidt. Um, I don't know. Look, if the, if the intel tells him that's the guy, I don't really have a problem with it. Um, everybody, so many Tommy Johns these days that if... You're telling me, you know, a guy's already had it? Then I'm not even really that concerned. He's less likely to get it a second time. If he does, then, yeah, obviously terrible pick. Uh, Jamison Tyone, a guy who's had two Tommy John surgeries, but most pitchers have it once. So if the Yankees want to go Gunner, who could be, you know, top seven, top eight pick, if not for the surgery, they want to get him at 20, that's, that's understandable. I've also seen chatter about Michael McGreevy from UC Santa Barbara. I would keep an eye on a pitcher at the back end of the first round. Colton Kowser, the outfielder from Sam Houston State. I've seen that bandied about a little bit. Expect a, expect a pitcher. Everybody's projecting it. If the Yankees go off the board differently, I'd be very surprised. This feels like a, a Clark Schmidt year if it's Hoagland or a James Caprillion year uh, if it's someone else. That year, the Yankees picked 15th when they took Caprillion. Maybe 16th. It was way higher than I anticipated. The tide may be turning in terms of these first-round picks panning out. The last couple picks look a lot better than the, the previous few. Austin Wells had a huge game at low A to get his numbers up. His OBP is near 400 now. He's sitting in the 270s. Uh, love that pick so far. He's played every game this year at catcher. People thought he was going to move around. People thought he might not stick behind the plate. Nope. Every single game this season at catcher. Love to see it. Love that guy. Anthony Volpe, the year before they took 30th, fast as hell riser. He's now in the Baseball America Top 100. Nobody saw that coming especially not in his second professional year. I mean, he didn't play in 2020. This is his first full season. He's hitting 309, 452, 635 triple slash in Tampa. He's got power. He's got speed. He's, he's, he's only been caught once on the bases all year. He's stealing bags. He's walking at an exceptional rate. He has, I believe, the, the best walk rate for anyone in full season baseball this year. He is uh, quickly becoming a piece and you add in Oswald Peraza, who certainly is, you know, a shortstop of the future type. Glaber Torres' future getting a little cloudy. I called Anthony Volpe trade bait. Recently, I said, you know, he's, he's making himself into trade bait. I, he might be making himself into more than that. TJ Sycamore, the Yankees took in the comp round in 2019. He's on the injury list with some sort of lat issue. Anthony Siegler is the one who stands out in 2018. Not great. 192 at High A Hudson Valley. Not a lot of hope there for me. Clark Schmidt, 2017. Again, love it. 2016, Blake Rutherford traded in the David Robertson, Todd Frazier, Tommy Canley trade. You do that trade a million times out of a million. Rutherford 
Still moving up the minor league ladder with very little power. 2015, Caprillion, yes, taking 16th overall, trade to Sonny Gray. I would still do that too, even though he's having a good year. I don't think the Yankees would have been excited to wait until 2021 for James Caprillion to show out. So I would still say, yeah, take the chance with Sonny Gray. But the Yankees have very few homegrown drafted and developed players on the 2021-26 man roster. It's Aaron Judge. Love that guy. It's Brett Gardner. Hell of a career. 2005 third rounder. And then it's Kyle Gashioka. Cripes. Jordan Montgomery. Great. Nick Nelson. That's it. And Nestor Cortez Jr. Went, went to New York to Baltimore back. I guess that's something. But God, that is awful. So other teams do draft well. Perhaps the Yankees will draft well. Perhaps the Red Sox won't get Jack Leiter or Kumar Rocker. But rest assured, even if they don't, they're going to get somebody high impact. A lot of high impact shortstops. I would, if if I had my druthers, I would like the Sox to take a high impact shortstop, considering they already have one in Xander Bogarts. I know what it looks like when the Red Sox have a high profile shortstop. I can live with that. Uh, high profile catcher worries me a little bit. They've never really had one of those since Veritech. And, of course, the dueling aces. I mean, just the, the thought that Leiter and or Rocker could end up there would be a bummer after this year when they were both certified 1-1 one, one candidates first overall. And you're like, ha-ha, Sox were bad, but not bad enough. They pick fourth, and now suddenly Rocker and Leiter are slipping to fourth and beyond. It's like, God, come on. Just come, just come on, God. Give me one. Just hand me one. Hand me a gift basket. Don't, don't let the Red Sox get this one. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. One final thought before signing off, uh, the Astros, guys, the Houston Astros. Houston fans are going to be all up in my mentions. People calling them Huanon these days. I love that. Uh, they really are. Um, they can't pick a lane. Those fans are the best and the smartest. Um, Michael Schwab, uh, I wonder if he, is there any way for him to search his name being mentioned on podcast? Maybe I'll put his name in the episode description so we can find this. He's blocked me. Um, he's only famous for being Astros Twitter defender. I don't know who he is. I don't know why he's verified. Someone could tell me why he got his check mark. That'd be great. He's a floating head that showed up in the middle of, you know, early 2020 just to what about is on the Astros. Lindsay Adler mentioned her earlier. Does great work. Has fought him off a couple times in the past. He was like, your Yankee bias is showing when she like took a picture of a trash can and made an Astros reference. Uh, buddy, pretty sure a lot of people make Astros trash can references. Very famous scandal. Kind of the thing we all talked about last year. But he has me blocked. <laughs> he has me blocked and he keeps mentioning me. I can't see it, Michael. I can't see it. You blocked me, bro. Um, I'm sure he'll I'm sure he'll have something to say in the coming days. While the Yankees are are in Houston, everybody let me know if he has another gem or two. But he he can't figure out a lane. No one in Houston can figure out a lane. They can't decide between we didn't really cheat. Everyone was doing it. But then it's also MLB's hypocrisy is what we hate because they only punish the Astros, but not anybody else. They didn't really punish the Astros, dude. You guys kept your title. You did not get punished. The worst thing that's ever had to happen to you is you realize people don't like you. Okay, that that's your punishment is is people don't like you. That That's Yankee fans and Red Sox fans. We've been experiencing that for 100 years. People don't like Yankee fans. Welcome to the club, Houston. Dumbasses. Uh, but they, they haven't really been punished. So it's 
it's uh, everybody cheated, not just us. Um, stay woke. But then it's like the Yankees cheated. Unseal the Yankees letter. And it's like, okay, so do you think we cheated? Like, so you think cheating is bad? Because you did cheat. So now you're like, the Yankees cheated. Yankee fans, whiny babies, you cheated. Did we? You did. You 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 cheated. You definitely cheated. So cheating isn't bad, according to Houston. But then when the Yankees cheated, cheating is bad. But it's actually MLB's hypocrisy because they only punished you, but they actually didn't punish you. So once again, I'm very confused. But then sometimes you'll get people like, we didn't cheat. And then sometimes you'll get people who are just like, you're a baby. Wah, wah, wah. Stop crying. But here's a fun fact for Houston. If you are mentioning me, I don't know who you are. So if you're mentioning me every minute of every day, spoiled Yankee fan, oh man, yeah, he writes about us. Wah. If you're mentioning me every second of every day, you are crying. You're actually, you're actually crying. I, I'm just sitting here. I wrote something and now I'm hanging out and you are in fact crying, sobbing like a little baby. So that brings me to this Friday uh, game, which will kick off a huge weekend in Houston of celebrating the 2019 American League champion Houston Astros. You can take home an amazing giveaway. You can take home a replica ring. You could take home a replica American League champion trophy, and you could take home a replica Jose Altuve jersey on Sunday, complete with a buzzer. Amazing. What a troll job of the New York Yankees. They wait for the Yankees to come to town. They celebrate the 2019 AL champions. Ha ha. So funny. Amazing troll. Kudos to the Astros. Except, except for one thing. You didn't win the 2019 World Series. And being the AL champion and not the World Series champion is actually bad. It means you lost right at the horn. Usually losing the World Series is depressing for the home team. But Astros fans don't care because, you see, they'd rather be good trolls than champions. That's where the victory lies for Houstonians. They would rather be amazing and hilarious Twitter trolls who prove their point that Houston was railroaded more than they'd actually like to come home with the hardware. Because if the New York Yankees gave out American League championship trophies to all fans, they would be laughed out of the building. You in Houston would be laughing so hard if the Yankees gave away American League champion trophies and rings. That would be the talk of baseball. But no, in Houston, that's good. That's a good troll. We love to celebrate losing the World Series. We love to celebrate a stunning World Series in which no home games were won by any team, meaning Houston fans went home sad four times out of four tries in a seven-game World Series. We celebrate... Being unable to deliver a non-tainted title, we have 2017, 2019, supposedly for all the marbles, proving this team could take it to the finish line. They did not win a single home game. They did not win the World Series. They actually lost the World Series, but now we think that's awesome. 2001 Yankees made it to the World Series, one of the most devastating years of my life. They lost Game 7 on a walk-off single. If someone tried to give me a 2001 Yankees American League Champions trophy... I would not accept it. I don't think the Yankees know where the actual 2001 American League Champions trophy is. 
It's gathering dust in a filing cabinet, and you're giving out American League Championship trophy replicas just to troll the Yankees. Well, congratulations, Houston. You were trying to show everyone who you really are by celebrating the American League Championship this weekend, but you did it in a way you didn't expect. You showed everyone that you'd rather be trolls than champions. The 2021 Astros are great. Like I said earlier, they're probably going to kick our ass this weekend because that's how life works for the Yankees these days. They might win a World Series this year. They really might. And uh, Major League Baseball, you should probably probably pre-investigate that. They're a great team. They're a really, really great team. But they'd rather be great trolls. And so enjoy your set, enjoy your laughs this weekend, Houston, because you did not win the 2019 World Series, and I wouldn't be caught dead with an American League Champions replica. That is it for this Friday edition of the Yanks Go Yard podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can find me at Michael Schwab13 on Twitter. Just kidding. That's that's Michael Schwab. He's blocked me. I'm at Adam Weinrib. For Thomas Carinante, who you can find at Tommy's underscore takes. You can find our takes at YanksGoYardFS.com, YanksGoYardFS on Twitter, and YanksGoYard.com. Enjoy your weekend. Try to watch Jason Dominguez in the Futures game. Don't let the A's ruin your life. We'll be back with some actual trade deadline shakeup soon after the break. Hopefully, see you on Monday. Introducing Under Armour's Infinity High Sports Bra. Its ergonomic design is molded to support the natural movement of your body. With cord-out padding, the better breathability eliminates extra bulk without sacrificing support. And quick-dry padding is Under Armour's fastest-drying padding yet. When you're lifting heavy, running fast, and pushing yourself further than ever before, you need a bra that will help you go that extra mile and make you feel your best. Shop the Infinity High Sports Bra now at UA.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.